0: Welcome to Warren Radio, with your hosts, The Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening.
1: Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower, I'm here with The Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. And you can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Warren Radio is on the following platforms Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Tune in, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. Do not miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows, featured on both warren usacom and DanaGlenSmith.com. America and America's Judgment, When Hell Comes Knocking. Featured on the front page of danaglynsmith.com is Yellowstone, Wyoming Ecosystem Threatened. High Calling of God in Christ Jesus Meditation. America Truth Violated Meditation. Featured on Warren-USA.com. Faith, Patience of Jesus, China Oppresses, Jesus Saves, Gospel Cost, India and Pakistan. Every Knee, Every Tongue, Book of Romans, Part 28. Age of Spiritual Warfare, Classic Warren Radio Series, Part 1. And do not miss these Warren Radio episodes, the weekly shows of the WIBR Warren Radio, the advocacy show from January 31st. I have chosen you, Prophetic Events, Persecuted Church 2024, Christian Starving, Persecution Advocacy at Warren Radio, Battle Lines, Wednesday, February 1st. Everlasting Joy Oh, that should be Thursday, sorry. Battle Lines, Thursday, February 1st. Everlasting Joy, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 203 on Battle Lines. And Sound the Shofar, Friday, February 2nd. The Word of the Lord, Speak My Word Faithfully, Part 4. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller. There's danger and intrigue. Dark forces are plotting. The nation is at risk. Can Mac save the United States? The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy of The Rising on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus and Robertson. And The Rising Ebook can be found on Google Play. And you can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio newsletter, and visit our Christian books and resource shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman.
0: You are listening to Warren Radio
1: Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Glad to be here on battle lines on February eighth. It's a great day because of the
0: Lord. It is. And uh, you know, this weather been kind of crazy.
1: Yes, it has.
0: And so we're looking forward to uh, spring. And uh, a few other things. The problem with spring is, is all these illegals are going to increase. America has severe, severe issues.
1: (laughs) To say the least.
0: And... uh, There's one thing I want to remind you. Tonight, uh, Tower and I saw the Letter to the American Church. It's a one hour documentary on the Epic Times. And uh, Eric, uh, best selling author Eric Metaxas, presents a new film. And in it are Charlie Kurt and a number of other notables you will know. It gives you an absolute view of America today and the issues that will be made clear in the movie. Now, I'm going to recommend you seeing it, and I'm not going to go into detail. But when you see it, don't take it personal. Don't go out rashly and do anything. But this is a very important movie, and he's right. I have been warning with Tower. Tower and I have both been warning America for many, many, many years. And Warren Radio is in its... You know, we're past our 25th year. But... Uh, we were warning before this. There are some very unsettling things happening. And... It just check out this letter to the American Church. You can go to Letter to the American Church dot com as well. That's letter to the Church dot com. Or you can go to Epic Times, get on it and go to the Epic Times. You should see an ad somewhere because this is uh Tonight they had uh, kind of like a show, a preview, uh, a grand opening for it, and it was free to the public. Tonight. So if you can go there tonight and still well, at any rate.
1: It's well worth watching.
0: Yes, it is. It's,
1: um, if America doesn't wake up, it's going to be a repeat of what happened in Germany during World War II?
0: Well, you can find a lot of that. Years ago, Tower and I were told by more than one person, and these were people who went through the Holocaust and people from Germany who saw the rise of Hitler. Hitler. And they said that America is in the same place as Germany was. They believed that that would happen again in America. So take a look at this letter to the American Church. Is the name of the documentary, and letter to the American Church dot com is their website. But you can watch it on Epic TV. Go to the Epic Times and then find, uh, you should see an ad. And you you can get, you can find it. There's lots of stuff that will take you there. So, n- enough of that. Meanwhile, we are dealing with... Uh, Isaiah, and so I think it's about time for us to start. Okay,
1: Everlasting Covenant brings us to Isaiah's prophetic book, part 204 on battle lines. We are in the last chapters of Isaiah. Here the hope, restoration, and blessings are issued during the troubles that are now past for Israel. And for the believers in Yeshua, Israel faced troubles and it was long and painful for the sins straying away from the Lord God. And Within the book of Isaiah, we also find the hope and future for the believers in Yeshua who came to redeem all people. Yet even for the Christian believers in Yeshua, they, came, they became the hunted, hated, and despised ones. As you, Yeshua stated in John 15, verse 18, saying, If the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. And now back to you. I'll see you on the other side.
0: Okay, Isaiah 61, and verse 7. For your shame you shall have double. For confusion they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore in their land they shall possess the double. Everlasting joy shall be unto them. And of course the uh, phrase everlasting joy. Is well known in Christian circles. Instead of reproach and humiliation which Israel went through. And by the way, as Christian believers, Paul told us, through much tribulation do we enter into the kingdom of God. Israel's trouble, especially Judah here, that we're discussing, was mainly to their own causes. They did not walk in a way that they should have and God sent judgment. And so when we get to the end of the book and this is coming down this we want to finish this and we'll be in Isaiah uh, 62. Instead of reproach and humiliation which they went through you'll have double a double inheritance or a reward and you can check out Isaiah 40 and verse 2 and for confusion now that word confusion in the Hebrew gives the sense of a blush of shame refers to the scenes of humiliation and sorrow which the nation had passed through on account of its sins And of course, you can even go to the time of Christ when he was in Jerusalem during the time of the Roman Empire. And he wept over Jerusalem. And he said some words over Jerusalem. You know, I would have gathered you as a mother hen does her chicks, but you would have none of it. And then he said... Your house is left unto you desolate. And indeed it was because Titus went into Jerusalem and put down a Jewish. They had a leader come in. let them all astray. The Lord said it. He said, you know, I come in my father's name. And you reject me. But there will come one in his own name, and you will receive him. And they did. And uh, about a million Jews died. And they were done in the land. They still lived there, some of them. So these are the issues here. And so you will be permitted to rejoice. And your joy will be more than compensation for all the things you went through. And it reminds me of Christians. And at the time when all of our struggles are over. That the Lord is going to wipe away all tears. And so as much as. You know people. Especially the Jews. Like to remove Yahshua. Jesus. From Isaiah. It is impossible. Because Isaiah prophesied of Yahshua. Throughout the book. And a lot of this we can see what happened to Israel. Israel. But we know the gathering is going to be together. They'll be not male or female, Jew or Gentile, but they'll be all one in Jesus Christ, Yeshua. And they're going to be back in their land. The people of God would be restored again to their own land to more than their former privileges and blessings that's Albert books, Albert Barnes rather but see we we know as Christians for the apostles put down, for instance second corinthians four sixteen and seventeen and eighteen. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal." Now, let's talk a little bit about our hope as Christians. So while we can see this, you know, Christians go through troubles just like Israel did. You know, they got in trouble because of their sins. They got in trouble because of what they were doing and serving other gods. Zechariah nine twelve verse 12 turn you to the stronghold you prisoners of hope even today do I declare that I will rem- uh, render double unto thee. So the Jews had hope while they were in captivity. But it was 70 years long. And here's one I like. Isaiah thirty-five ten, And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. There's a Christian song. A song of the church. Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return great song so we've got hope and we're connected whether we like it or not to the Jews for the Lord even told the woman at the well for salvation is of the Jews we know in whom we worship we know in whom we believe Second Thessalonians 2 Thessalonians 2:16 and 17 Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God even our Father which has loved us has given us an everlasting consolation and good hope through grace comfort your hearts and establish you in every good work and word and deed See that's what we have no matter how bad it gets no matter what you go through We have an everlasting consolation. Because of God's grace, there is that hope. And a hope that goes beyond the veil. Because God is not a man that he should lie. And his covenant with us through the blood of Christ and the atonement of the Lord sets a seal. And when we get the Holy Spirit, Within our hearts and souls, we are sealed. We are his. Isaiah 61, eight. For I, the Lord, love judgment. I hate robbery for burnt offerings. And I will d- direct their work in truth. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Now, Albert Barnes renders that in the original Hebrew. It says, I shall delight in rendering to my people what is right. And, and he would because he's a righteous God. And when that is over with, he didn't continue to punish the people. When it was time to get them out, 70 years later, he was working on getting them out. He had a plan already. And the same God is in charge today whether you're Christian or Jew. God has a plan. And we are not alone. You see while God hates plunder and sin, you know, all the all the acts that people do to one another and what the people did when they took Israel captive or Judah you know plundering long and painful captivity 70 years and these words tell them I'm going to make it right I'm going to give you double And see, as Christians, we should rejoice because God rewards the faithful of his people. He will not do untowards, towards us. He will do what's right. And he will deliver us into his kingdom. Hebrews 13.20-21 20 Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus. The, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Make you perfect in every good work to do his will. Working in you that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ. To whom be glory and glory. Forever and ever. The God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, he shed his blood for our atonement. They call him that great shepherd of the sheep. He's known as the great shepherd. He's the one that would leave the 99 and go after the other one. Isaiah 55, 3 through 7. And I, I really like these. These are so good because the sure mercies of David for us as Christians is Joshua, who is the greater son of David. He is the one that bringing the sure mercies of David to all of us who believe. Incline your ear and come to me and hear, and your soul shall live. And I'll make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Behold, I've given him for a witness to the people, a leader and a commander to the people. Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God, for the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. In this world that is so upset, in this world that has so much wickedness, so many wars, so much pain, You can have the sure mercies of David, the healing, restoration, compassion, love, and the balm of our God and our Savior, and he will heal you. He will bind up your wounds, and he'll restore you. That's what we need today, folks. We need it right now. There's too much hate. There's hate everywhere. And they hate Israel. And many nations we report on the persecuted church and they hate Christians. These people just hate everybody. But hate is not the way. They will be destroyed. Isaiah 1, 10 through 12. 10 through 16. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. He's talking to Israel. That's the first chapter (laughs) that uh, Isaiah is talking to him. You know, that's how he started out. You can't wait to get to the back of the book where he starts talking about mercy. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. I could say that to America. America, hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom give ear unto the law of our God, you people of Gomorrah. Now, the second verse, to what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices unto me, saith the Lord? And that's what the Jews were doing. They were doing it, but they were, you know, if you follow Jeremiah, and the Lord says, go take a look in my temple and see what they've done to defile my temple. And they did, they had put up all these unclean images of the other gods that they were serving see they still you know knew the lord god but he wasn't good enough they figured they would add in a few more to make sure that they could plant their crops and live and that's why they were carried into captivity <laughs> to what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices unto me saith the lord I'm full of the burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed beasts. I delight not in the blood of bullocks, lambs, and he goats. When you come to appear before me, who has required this at your hand to tread my courts? Bring no more vain oblations. Their hearts weren't in it, see? They were just going through the motions. Incense is an abomination to me. The new moons of the Sabbaths, the calling of the s- assemblies, I cannot away with it. I, you know, we can't put up with it. It is iniquity, even the solemn meeting. Your new moons, your appointed feasts, my soul hates. They are a trouble unto me. I am weary to bear them. And when you spread forth your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Yea, when you make many prayers, I will not hear you. Your hands are full of blood. Wash you, make you clean, put away the evil of your doings before my eyes, cease to do evil. That's what God wanted. And that's what he wants today too. And to America, I got news for you America, your hands are full of blood even right now. And a lot of your children that you're growing up, you have perverted. And they're young adults now. And they're crying for the murder of babies so they can commit abortions. That's killing, that's shedding of innocent blood, and that'll bring a curse on your land. Matter of fact, it already has. Let's go to verse 9. And their seed shall be known, that is, distinguished and honored among the Gentiles. Their offspring, their children's children among the people of the distant lands, all that see them shall acknowledge him that they are the seed which the Lord has blessed. And see, the thing of it is, the Gentiles, you know, they're going to see. They're going to see when Israel is fully restored and many of them you know israel is going to come to yeshua you know they're going to finally recognize that jesus who we call jesus christ is yeshua and they're going to recognize that and we're going to see him be blessed we're going to see him they're going to be the fullness the fullness of israel And the Gentiles will see it and will be blessed because of what God has done to them. Now this figure here. You know you take a parent who wants his children to be esteemed. They want them distinguished. They want them to be successful. And they're so successful that their fame extends to distant lands. Well, the time is going to come when the true friends of the Redeemer will be universally honored, regarded as favorite of the Lord instead of being persecuted and despised. The nations of earth will regard them as worthy of their confidence and esteem. Now, see, we may have seen some of that in the past, But it ain't going to happen. We're not in that time. But you get into the millennial reign of Christ. And things will change. Total different. Now this is Romans 11.16. And uh, it's kind of big. But I put it in here. And. And. Remember this Romans chapter 11 because I I can't go through this you know word for word I can read it but this is a description in Romans that Paul wrote talking about the Jews. For if the first fruit be holy the lump is also holy. And if the root be holy, so are the branches. So not just part of it. They're all holy. And if some of the branches were broken off, and thou, being a wild olive tree, were grafted in among them, and with them partook of the root and the fatness of the olive tree. Now see, boast not against the branches, but if thou boast, thou bearest not the root, but the root thee. You will say the branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. Well, because of unbelief, they were broken off. He's talking about the Jews. And thou standest by faith. Be not high-minded, but fear. See, because we are the wild branches that were grafted in. (laughs) The Jews, you know... They go clear back to Moses and they, you know, the only, the only people that actually saw the Lord on the mountain, his glory, you know, and the fire. What have the Gentiles seen? They haven't seen nothing. They're, you know, they're sinners. They're crude. They're rude, man. They're Gentiles. That's why even today you'll find some Jewish, some of the Jewish uh, scholars and leaders, uh, they won't shake hands with the, with the Gentile because <laughs> they're unclean. It's rather funny, you know, but they really do, you know. But see, Paul says, well, these wild branches, God is going to save and graft them in through Christ. They're grafted in, the wild ones. All of a sudden, they become tame. All of a sudden, they're full of love. All of a sudden, through Christ, the Redeemer, you know, they've got this faith now, and they read Isaiah, and they love it, and they love the Jews, and they're changed. What happened to them? Well, Christ happened to them. And see, in verse 20, then, he talks of the uh, Jews. Well, because of unbelief, they were broken off. And he says to the Gentiles, and thou standest by faith. And that's what the Gentiles do. We are saved by grace through faith. And he says, be not high-minded, but fear. We're not better than the Jews because we stand by faith. But we need to fear. And he says, for if God spared not the natural branches, take heed, lest he also spare not thee. Behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God on them which fell. Severity, but toward thee, goodness. In other words, while the Jews fell and went into judgment, the Gentiles were taken care of by God. And, of course, you know, Paul was the apostle to the Gentiles, and he's telling the Gentiles here not to mock the Jews, not to hate the Jews, or anything like that. Understand that God will graft them in. For if thou were cut out of the olive tree, which is wild by nature, and were grafted contrary to nature into a good olive tree, how much more shall these, which the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? In other words, they're restored and brought back in. And they're going to find the Messiah. They're going to know the Messiah. A lot of them already have. And let me see where we're at. Yeah, we're doing good. <coughs> Acts uh, chapter 3, 22 through 26. For Moses truly said unto the fathers the prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren like unto me and him shall you hear all things whatsoever he shall say unto you and it shall come to pass that every soul which will not hear that prophet shall be destroyed from among the people and that's true and that prophet is Joshua. matter of fact when uh, you know the gospels record you know You know this particular thing it gives hint to that so we can find that in the Gospels the Lord discussed it and it shall come to uh, okay uh, yea and all the prophets from Samuel and those that follow after as many as have spoken have likewise foretold of these days this is the coming of the Messiah he's talking about the king you are the children of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers. Now this, this is in Acts, and this is when they were talking to the, to the, to the Jews there in Jerusalem, on, on this day. And uh, you are the children of the prophets of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham, In thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. Now that's made available through Christ. And through the Gentiles who are grafted in through Christ Into the family of God, you know We we are related to our father Abraham because he was justified by faith For he believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness sake Likewise as Gentiles we believe God and it is a, it is imputed unto us for righteousness' sake because we have received his son. And unto you first, God, having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you, and turning every way, uh, every one of you, turning away every one of you from his iniquities. See, unto you first, God. See, now that's that gets back to what we were talking about. Paul was writing in Romans. You know the Jews they were ungrafted the Gentiles were grafted in so these are two really good scriptures that tells how that this whole thing works verse 10 I will greatly rejoice in the Lord my soul shall be joyful joyful in my God For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation, covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decked himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. And here, the language of the prophet in the name of the church The Chaldee regards this as the language of Jerusalem. And the Chaldee says, Jerusalem said, I will surely rejoice in the Lord. And so this idea here is that the prosperity enlargement of Zion, because Zion is enlarging, is an occasion of joy and should lead to thanksgiving and praise. And so. When it says I will rejoice in the Lord up there, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. It means that the joy would arise from the view of the faithfulness and the perfection of Yahweh that was manifested by the redemption of his people. And, of course, you can find they recommend the Song of Mary, you know, and this is what Mary said in Luke 1, you know, regarding the birth of Christ and her being chosen. And Mary said, my soul does magnify the Lord. My spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior, for he has regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. And that's just the first three words of that. But it, it's 10 verses in there and uh, and it it gives you the look here that god was working all along as israel was doing her things he was dealing with israel of course this came later when uh, the messiah was finally come so this is uh if anything it should make you understand that jesus christ coming or Yahshua as we call him is not a mistake and you know all these people especially the muslims who say that isa they call him issa instead of jesus or yeshua you know is you know they say well he's a prophet well he he's called a prophet and teacher and a lot of things But he's the son of God and unless you get the son of God right you're not going to understand what the redemption is because he is the son of God who died on the cross providing atonement because his blood he was perfect and only a perfect sacrifice could make atonement for all the sins of man. Now that is exactly why Yahshua had to come. And he didn't come just to save a bunch of dirty, rotten Gentiles. He came to save everyone who would believe. Jew, Gentile, male, female, female, etc., etc. And see, this is the truth. And this is why the devil hates this message. This is why the devil will do anything to get people blinded and off track. Now in Isaiah I mean Revelation nineteen seven through eight, we were previously discussing how um the Jews and in Jerusalem God restoring them and there's going to be a lot of joy. We we've, we've gone through that, the celebrations. This is celebrating the restoral and, and you know and the finality of everything God has ready for the Jews but Revelation 19 is to the church let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the lamb is come the lamb is Yahshua Jesus Christ and his wife that is the church the blood born, uh, the blood bought saved born again believers has made herself ready and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen clean and white for fine linen is the righteousness of saints so we're going to be in white and if you go to Revelation 21 2 through 4 And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Now, that's another place where we find a bride. This time it's addressing to Jerusalem. And that Jerusalem is being prepared, you know, for the church, for the Lord, and for the Lord God Almighty. Behold, the tabernacle of God, this verse 3, is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away. You know.
1: That'll be amazing.
0: You know, truly. When you think of how screwed up this world is at times and the shedding of blood it will be so nice to get to a point to when everything is over and God is there and he's taking you in his arms and he takes his finger and he wipes away your tear and I'm sure you're going to have more than one tear And it does say tears from their eyes. So you're going to, both eyes are going to be watering and you're going to have tears.
1: And peace. Unbelievable peace.
0: Yeah. See, that's where we're headed, folks. And God is intent on restoring and delivering Israel. And he's intent on restoring and delivering the church for we will all be one in Christ Jesus. In 21.9, it says, And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had seven vials full of the seven last plagues, and talked with me, saying, Come hither, and I'll show thee the bride, the Lamb's wife. And he carried me away into the spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me that great city, the Holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God and the jews actually do believe in that that this particular you know site of the holy jerusalem is indeed going to descend out of the sky that's what they believe and i saw a picture of that once by an artist and that was really neat how he portrayed that thing And what I'm trying to tell you tonight is that as we go through Isaiah, you know, we're closing out a long epitaph of the Jews. And the epitaph still isn't over. The Jews are having a lot of trouble. But they're going to have trouble. But through much tribulation and trouble, they will find the true Messiah they will verse 11 for as the earth brings forth her bud and as the garden causes the things that are sown in it to spring forth so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations and so here on the coming of the Messiah truth and righteousness is going to spring up and it's going to bound like grass and fruits. You know, it's going to be a magnificent sight. It's like looking at the earth when it's watered with rain, freshness, everything growing and green. And so here, so the Lord will cause righteousness to spring forth. See, we're not just talking about flowers and smelling flowers. We're talking about righteousness. Now, I could use a little righteousness in the earth right now. You know, we have a lot of people that are not righteous. We have a lot of bad people that do bad things. I'm ready for some good things. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for some righteousness. I'm ready to see that. I want to see it spring out of the earth. I want to see him do that. I want to be there. Excuse me. I happen to like this part <laughs> isaiah forty five eight drop down ye heavens from above, let the skies pour down righteousness. Now see here's another one along that line. Let the earth open and let them bring forth salvation, and let righteousness spring up together. I, the Lord, have created it. now this is abundance this is you know, when this thing is over, you're not going to stop it. Righteousness is going to be everywhere. Isaiah 55, 10 through thir- uh, 13, it says, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven returns not thither, but waters the earth and makes it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth, that shall not return unto me void, but shall accomplish that which I please, and shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. For ye shall go out with joy, and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the fir tree, and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree, and it will be unto the Lord for a name for an everlasting sign that should not be cut off so verse 11 your final verse for the earth bringeth forth her bud as the garden causes the things that are sown in it to spring forth and tower and i both garden we have gardens we raise stuff so the lord god will cause righteousness and praise To spring forth before all nations. Now remember the time that we're going into the Great Tribulation. The whole earth is going to appear as a snare. You're not going to be able to stop it. But it's a time when both good and evil will grow to their maximum capacity. And it's a time when at the end of that God will cut off and judge both the righteousness and the wickedness. The wickedness shall be destroyed and the righteousness shall be multiplied. So this is a a closing sentence that tells Jew and Gentile and everybody, if you're on this earth, guess what? There's going to come a time. You don't have to worry what they say in the United Nations. You're not going to have to worry about terrorists. You're not going to have to worry about the stock market. You're not going to have to worry about sickness or death or nothing. Because there's coming a day that God is going to cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations Can you imagine the joy? Can you imagine the voices raising to heaven when you finally reach that point and you say it's over? But even as you say it's over, it's not over because the beginning has just occurred. And you're in the beginning just one millisecond later. And it's eternity. And everything is full of righteousness and praise. And it does say before all the nations. It says the nations of them which are saved. Will bring their glory and honor. Into the city. So God is planning on filling his new kingdom with the nations of men who are saved, and women. So in that, we're going to be in chapter 62 next week. And some of these are are so good. I mean, you can just see the conclusion you can see the writer and the prophet bringing things together because you can't just leave them in judgment you can't leave Christians in the church you can't leave Christians outside wondering God is not going to let you wonder it's going to be over one day And those in Christ will be rewarded and blessed and saved. That is a promise. Not from me, from the Lord. We won. Father, thank you for this word. Thank you for the encouragement. Bless all those who hear this whenever they do. May God bless them and keep them, watch over them, and help them to understand the depths of your love and the permanency of your salvation in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Okay, Tower.
1: Amen. That was a good word tonight. It's encouraging, hopeful. Bless the Lord. I'm thankful.
0: Just to let you know, we're on page 1,596 in our Isaiah study. That's how many pages we've covered in this study over these years.
1: That's a lot of pages.
0: And in this book, I have 358,658 words. We've been doing Isaiah for a number of years, and it has been a blessing. Okay, Yes,
1: it has well good night everybody thank you for joining us whenever you do we love you we appreciate you we're thankful for you and may God bless you richly for all you do for him look up for your redemption draws nigh and please pray for your brethren around the world pray for us as we pray for you and don't forget the Lord is on your side Good night, everybody.
0: Don't forget to go by our websites at warren-usa.com, Take time to browse. I've got a new article on it, and it'll be at the top. You'll see it, a big, beautiful graphic.
1: Of the world.
0: Yeah, it'll be a graphic of the world. It, it's a beautiful graphic.
1: What's the title?
0: Well, I don't have the title right here. Well, I have it. Well, good.
1: Earthly Choices Bring Eternal Consequences. It's a great article. Share it with your family and friends.
0: Yeah. You're not supposed to go off script. <laughs> So at any rate, yes, read that. Be safe. Watch over your family, your loved ones, or your friends. And look to the Lord. And bring some joy and holiness into your life. And do good in the name of the Lord. May our great God bless you abundantly tonight. Thank you. Good night. Shalom.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of...
0: The Warn Radio.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah...